Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, your go-to podcast for everything tech, gaming, and entertainment-related. And let me just say, first of all, thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers and everyone who tuned in to the live stream, my my Diablo 4 live stream that I had last week. Uh, if anyone is curious, no, I am not completely done on my Twitch channel. Um, we are just going to be doing a lot more live streams over on YouTube uh, because that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much where the podcast crowd is. So if you guys are wondering where i am and where warners is and what we're doing check out the youtube channel we're probably live over there having some fun playing diablo or whatever other random games or maybe we're just having a live podcast over there so make sure to visit our youtube channel uh osm media and and subscribe if you haven't already um there will be another live stream uh this week so make sure to turn on notifications so you guys don't miss it now, speaking on the tech side, you're going to find this fascinating because another one of our favorite companies, surprise, it's not Microsoft this week. Um, it's going to be Amazon. They. Now, let me ask you something, Warners. How, how many smart devices do you have at your place? Um, I have my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I have a tablet. My Alexa has been packed away for months. I, I, I don't use it. Um, technically, I have a Sony smart TV, but I don't use any. I don't have any of its functions set up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't like speak to it or anything. Like It doesn't react to me. So, uh, oh, and a, and a watch. I have an iWatch. I really now, just imagine use if that you dug out though. your Alexa and you hooked it up. And let's say your place decided to do ring doorbells. They didn't have the, you know, authentic apartment doorbell or the people could just walk in and knock on your door. They gave you all ring doorbells. And let's say. You. Magically come home one day to find out that you are locked out of your place, not because of the landlord, but because your smart system, your device has deemed you <laughs> to be punished to be locked out of your place. What? How does that make you feel? What? I, I see the visible confusion. So let me explain. Because a lot of people are probably thinking like, what? That's stupid. That could never happen. It has happened. So there's this man. Uh, I don't remember where he is. It was actually a YouTube video that a buddy said. Alexa which- knows where he is. Like Alexa knows where he is. Um, it was a video that uh, my buddy sent me. Um, th- shout out to, to Tito for bringing this to my attention. He has a smart home. He probably doesn't anymore. And he came home from work one day to find out that he had been locked out of his Alexa house. Alexa house. <laughs> yeah. His entire house pretty much put him in timeout. And the reason being, <laughs> time out. Now here's the thing: the you reason clean being the floors. <laughs> is that his ring doorbell detected that a racist remark had been made by by him. 
But that's the thing. He was at work. Okay. And he doesn't live alone. So all he does is he comes home and he's locked out of his house for an entire week. There was no exception. Now, mind you, he went through this entire week not being able to get into his house. Where, where's the other person that lived in this house? Um, I'm, I'm guessing everyone was locked out, but being it's his house. Or maybe that, that was just someone that was there. That, yeah, that probably was just someone that was okay. there. I, I know that, it, you know, as the guy goes into detail on the channel, you know, that says that uh, there's, there's other family. But what basically when he retraced the steps, so obviously, you know, because you can connect your ring to, to Amazon. Now, I never saw a reason to have like a full smart home, like completely lock your house and unlock your house, like security things. Like if there's a breach in, I'm pretty good window with the key. Or door. Sure. He, you know, he's been working fine for me. He's been working fine. Well, basically how the detail goes is he calls Amazon and Instead of just straight up telling, they do a parent, they do like a parent does. You know how when your parent knows what you did, but you don't know that they know, but they try to get you to admit to it? Wait. <laughs> okay, go on. Go on here. <laughs> so, okay, like this. This is, so, this is his house. This what do you mean? House. But think about it. Like, like, when you know your kids did something, right? But you want them to learn how to be honest. So you try to get them to tell the truth, but they don't know that you already know what they did. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So Amazon basically did this. He calls him and he says, hey, I'm locked out of my house. You know what's going on? I need to get in my house. So they basically go, well, do you know what may have caused this? Eddie, he's like, (laughs) well, I'm calling you. That's why I'm calling you. No. (laughs) So then it goes on to say, they went from friendly to accusatory. Wait, wait, wait. The, the the Amazon, Amazon. like yeah. the, per, the the rep helping him. The rep helping him. They went from from friendly to accusatory, and then you know, long story short, basically saying, "Well, we've got evidence that you <laughs> that." that Continue. You've made a racist remark to someone. <laughs> and then it gets crazy from there. He's like, what are you talking about? I wasn't even home. I'm, I was at work. And they're like, well, your ring picked up X, Y, Z. To, well, oh, here's what makes it worse. It was a driver. I'm guessing it was a food delivery driver. They just say it was a driver. Who reported hearing through the ring doorbell a racist remark? An Amazon driver or, or like I don't I don't know what kind of driver. I'm assuming like a, a DoorDash driver or a food driver of some sort. You know, there's a delivery. fucking underground like system in place to I, communicate to Amazon. So that's what that's what the the guy in the YouTube video was saying. The one who's delivering the report, and that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, so wait a minute, I can just walk past someone who. Who, who I don't like trigger their ring and then go, Oh, they said something racist to me. Go to Amazon, report the address and get them locked out of their house <laughs> like that. So did it get resolved? Um, yeah, he's finally back. In his he house. moved. He had and, to move. <laughs> he's, he got back into his house. It got resolved, but he was still locked out for a solid week. He couldn't access it for a week. Period. That, like Amazon did how, not resolve it. How is it that, that legal day. though? Like if, if there's no like imminent threat, how is that legal? Um, that's a good question. But basically, when he went back and he was reviewing the footage, he was like, "Well, first of all, there was nobody home at the time that this was said to have occurred." He said, "All he heard was the doorbell saying, because you can have it set like when it rings, it goes, hi, no one is home. How may I help you?'" He said. The person probably rang it, and as they were walking away, Ring said that statement, and then they maybe misheard it as something else, and then made the report. But that doesn't resolve the issue that this random person, because he said, first of all, 
most my family and I and the drivers in our area are all the same race. So that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, well, no, you could still make a racist remark to someone that's in the same race. Okay, but, but <laughs> I'm not condoning racism by all means, but it's his house. It's still his house. It's his house. Like that he's paying for Amazon. You can't just shut a man's house down because he said something that you what? So here's the thing. And, and we, you know, you asked the question, you're like, is that legal? Who knows? It probably is because you've said it before. We don't have the first rule against robotics, AI, and all that. We have no laws in place for that. So if this is the smart home being shut down, being triggered, then there's nothing that they can do about that. Who are you taking to court? Yeah, you're you're better than me. That dude's better than me. I would have broke a window to get in. And then, like, what? It's my house. Let the alarm go off. It's my and, house. And you know what's funny? Alexa, Alexa would have just immediately would have taken a hammer. <laughs> but you know what's I funny? would have gone on the offensive on the robots. It, Skynet's going down. Like, <laughs> we're done. He probably would have been arrested for breaking into his own house. Because think about it. Criminals who come onto your property. I know te- Texas is different, but it, that's the whole thing when they're like, if you, if you, you know, if you down someone on your property, drag them back into your house, that whole thing. Uh, Texas is just built different, but it's not necessarily a good thing. No, but there's been cases where a criminal will break into a person's house, get hurt and sue the owner and win. So he could break into his own house, which I'm sure he thought of, and then realize, man, our system is so stupid. I'm going to break into this house. They'll give uh, some roundabout legal law jargon uh, not in favor of me. And then he'll wind up in jail for breaking into his own house. Cops and show then, up, you're and then yelling, on top of that, pay, have to pay legal fees. Fucking Alexa, I'll kill you. <laughs> and they're like, they think you're talking about a person. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Damn you, bitch! It's just it, like it would a whole be thing. So messy, but yeah, this guy got totally locked out of his smart home. Like, I, I used to think smart homes was kind of cool, you know, like smart refrigerators, smart appliances. You know, your security's on point most of the time. People aren't going to want to mess with it because they're like, man, you got like thirty cameras everywhere. I can't even go outside on my house and have privacy. But after hearing this, I'm like, you know what? I'm happy having just mild smart devices. Like it's my doorbell and it lets us know what's happening out back. I, I but, got rid of Alexa ever since that thing came out where people were just uh, walking by homes and accessing your Internet through your. Oh, yeah. The Alexa, sidewalk, the, like like hotspots. Yeah. So that's because oh, that's enough for you. People didn't know where to find the, or they were ignoring it um, because Amazon gave the option to opt out. But the problem with that was they gave a time limit on when you could opt out. So if you didn't opt out before a certain date, your devices were automatically <clears throat> added to the program. I think they, after some pushback, they left the setting on how to opt out, but it's not easy to find. Like you, you got you to gotta navigate a bit. Um, but when they first did it, they did not make it easy to opt out. So, so did, was there anything else on this guy's, like, did Amazon say anything after this happened? Was there um, an apology? Oh, Amazon apologizing? Absolutely not. I, I mean, I, I like, there's more details in the video, but I just, my, when I first read it, it was like so unbelievable at the time that I was, I was watching it. I was just like. This man got locked out of his house for a week. See, remember I told you we had that robot at the hospital, right? And mm. uh, I didn't tell you this part. Blinks its digital eyes and shit and changes colors and shows slight emotions, I guess. Um, now I'm going to be even more weary of that thing because what if it decides to lock me out? <laughs> what if it decides I'm a problem? And it's just, it's just crazy because at some point, like right now, having a smart home is a choice. You, you choose to have a smart home. Just understand that these are some of the risks that will now come with that choice. 
But at some point, it will no longer be a choice. And I think the government, you know, like they they will never make that an illegal move because they benefit from it. Amazon has government contracts. Everybody knows this. So who knows? This could have been one of many experiments. And this one just happened to get reported. Because imagine it, it seems like a far flung future. But let's be honest, our current future seemed far flung. To people who were saying it's coming, the news media or something about it, you know, like just try to make it like a whole thing. If Amazon, yeah. if it really was that bad, and, and Amazon didn't really, they weren't helpful. They were just accusatory, and then didn't even apologize. I wonder. I wonder if he got rid of all his smart devices after that, or his. Uh, no, he said he still likes Amazon. He still uses Amazon products. He's yeah. He's better than me. That 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 Alexa would have taken. <laughs> I don't know what like violence towards robotics would be considered but that it would have it would have existed had it been he even thought before you know going to amazon he even thought that maybe he had been hacked which is a possibility he said he was using a very old email so someone might have gained access to that but he said he was using you know strong encrypted first of all strongly encrypted passwords via apple so i'm like okay well that means i mean you use any password keychain whoever used that password keychain through they have access to your passwords as well so you know there there's a there's a there's there's a sitcom in there somewhere you know like jonathan and alexa and it's just like them having little disputes and like living their life and she makes him sleep she takes the role of the wife (laughs) (laughs) they have little bickering moments like (laughs) oh man but no i like I'm thinking that if anything, the government is would be totally for it. Imagine the power they could exert by, yeah, you pay to live in this house, you pay the bills, but they suddenly deem that you're a threat for whatever reason. They can lock you out of your home. Boom. Flip of a switch. Lock you yeah, out. AI is causing a lot of problems lately. And you know, we 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 did we took a few episodes to try to like get off that topic. And, and, you know, talk more about, you know, a lot of the other stuff we like to talk about with gaming and tech and and what have you, but it's just like this past several months has been one thing after another, ever since that chat GBT like exploded, you know, we had the college, uh, the college, some of the colleges having issues with whether or not people, you know, were cheating or not Mm -hmm. cheating, even if they had proof they weren't, um, we've, we've had, uh, I saw one thing on the news like in passing that people are being called and, and scammed by uh, scammers are using AI to authenticate perfectly family members, voices and mannerisms and tone to get money from them. Mm. And then, you know, just all kinds of stuff, man. Every time I turn around, it's something. Yeah. And there's, and, 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 you know, recently there was that whole thing with Congress and, and, and experts and Congress shut down the idea of rules and regulations, like firm rules. And I'm like, why? What, like, what do you, the only plausible reason I can think of why our, why, why our own government would not want any rules or regulations would be because somehow to, if they were to do that, it would it would cause an issue in, in the economy. Like somebody's not going to make money. Somebody's going to lose money. Something along those lines. Because otherwise, why would you not want to put any rules and regulations on this on, on AI and how to appropriately use it? I would say because one, my the initial thought is look how old people in Congress are. I mean. They're they're up there. So to them, it seems like not that important on, uh, you know, it, there, there's they don't understand. They get, you know, the what's presented to them, but it might not personally be affecting them. Oh, because we know maybe they, don't they don't understand. Remember that whole TikTok thing? That whole that. Whole <laughs> yeah, theory? exactly. Jesus Christ. Exactly. So bad for that. That CEO, man, like. The look on his face every few seconds, just like, do not just hear what I said. <laughs> yeah. So, good th- lord, 
they don't understand. So as long as the people who are making this stuff can speak circles around them, and they their first, their only question will probably be, does it present a security issue to yeah, the yes. United States? No. Okay. Because they don't understand it. They don't understand the extent of it. And by the time they do, it will be too late because they go, sure, you can put rules and regulations, but here's the benefits. If my toaster transforms into something, I'm going to be pissed. I'm just saying, you know, you remember that first, what was that fucking, that appliance? I'm trying to remember the appliance in the first Transformers that was like chilling. And then he was just like, and just started shooting people. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was a toaster. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it's yeah, robot noises. We right now, it seems like a luxury and everyone's abusing it as a luxury. You know, anything that can make your life easier. I get it. It's convenient. You know, I'm sure, you know, we're 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 guilty of anything that makes our life a, a little bit easier, but it is getting, it is getting out of hand. And the yeah. fact, and I always say, I, I'm like, I always try to warn people. I'm like, you know, look out for your jobs. And they're always putting down and they're like, Oh, it's not taking, here's how, you know, it's a problem. Anytime. Every, like at least a few times a month, how many times do we see a report that comes out saying, don't worry, it's not taking your job. If it's not a concern of it taking people's jobs, why do they have to keep reassuring everyone every few weeks with the, a new report? That, that robot, that $80,000 robot took someone's job or uh, they could have just designated that to someone else or whatever. They want to waste their money, whatever. Um, I mean, it, it's no like we all know now. It's like one of those things like we're all aware of it. But what are you what are we going to do? We can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because no one like no one fully understands. So everyone's comfortable. And like you said, you know, at first, that's what we think of it when you said, you know, if they want to waste their money. But technically, they're not. That's a one time fee with maintenance each year, which when you do the math. To them is more affordable than hiring a person, because the, what do you not have to give the machine benefits? To take this a little further, and this is not something I've, I've brought up before, I, I, I've talked about what would a society look like when there are so many people replaced with robotics and AI, like fast food drives, self-checkouts, when, there's just, when it hits such a limit that it actually affects the homeless population um, and, and that sort of thing. Just not enough people are working anymore. That's just one side of it, though. So not only are you replacing people with all of these machines, but those machines aren't paying taxes. Not that I'm not that I'm pro taxes, not that I'm like we should pay taxes, but mm -hmm. the government is not that's not taxes like, you know what I mean? Like the government's not getting paid taxes. Maybe they're getting something for some kind of uh, uh, like feedback monetarily for companies using robotics but that's not a human being that has to pay taxes oh, you know we, I mean? we will still so the, humans the will still pay the taxes lose, for i would it. think the government would lose money like the federal government because they're not oh. receiving taxes in that sense like all of that stuff that's just what i think but like, this is I'm, I'm sure like i'm not an expert but that's what makes sense in my head you have less people working and then more robotics and ai working and we're just paying for that to do that job. Those entities themselves are not paying anybody or spending money no. to put anything into the economy. They wouldn't lose taxes because if, if you think back to COVID, basically, one, the governments, the corporations, they don't care. All they care is spend the money. We don't care how you get it. We don't care what hoops you have to jump through to make it. Just spend it and pay your taxes. And they're the two guarantees in life, death and taxes. So what's ha what's going to happen is the same thing that happened to people that lost their jobs when COVID hit. They're just going to look and say, figure it out. But you got to pay your taxes. Taxes is never going to go away. They're just going to tell right. us. Well, who's going to make up out. for that loss in revenue and that loss in. Um, like no, nobody's going out and less people would be going out and spending money because more people are replaced by machines. 
on top of less people paying taxes because more people are replaced by machines. So at some point you would think that they would probably just more heavily tax the people that are working. Probably. Um, Instead the people of people that are currently a, working a different system. Yeah. You'll just see the taxes go up. I mean, look at the cost of living now. The cost of living has gone up, but the pay doesn't match. You know, it's harder to live on your own now than it was 20 years ago. It's harder to buy a house on your own now than it was 20 years ago. You know, um, and on actually, top of that, I actually read something yesterday uh, about the current housing market. And I don't know the no, I, I, I vaguely remember the numbers. So don't, don't quote me here. This is just off memory reading it the other day, but it, it was something like only 23% of the American population make. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think it was Mm $75,000 or more. Mm -hmm. And then out of that percentage, like I think like 1% makes, you know, 250 or higher, something along those lines Uh, versus in 2000, I think 13, 51% of the population uh, made at least $75,000. And with that said, like the, the, the houses that are affordable only make up, it was like 17% of the total housing market. So it was something like that. Those aren't exact. You look it up yourself, but it was along those lines. Basically, it was, the, I was like, Jesus. The, the people that made the money back, you know, a few years ago to be able to afford the houses, they're, they're, they're not able to anymore. And yeah. the, the cost of houses has gone up, you know, houses that, were cheap back in the day because they were they were like small houses, starter homes, cost, you know, in certain places almost a quarter of a million now. Let's uh let's move along before I go down this rabbit hole of Yeah, um, it, it's it's a pretty nasty it's a pretty gonna, nasty <clears throat> it's a pretty nasty rabbit hole to, to to go in. But um yeah, so moving along, still on Amazon. This is another topic we talked about. Uh, Twitch. Yeah, that, that was, that was my thought there. Uh, the, I, I wasn't aware of this cause I haven't been messing with, like I watch people on Twitch, but I have not been personally streaming or messing with any of that stuff. And mm. well over a year now, um, you brought to my attention that there, there are more recent, um, updates and, and changes and rules require anyone who is currently affiliate to pay what was it $25 $25 if you want to terminate your affiliation with them yeah you must pay what is called a maintenance fee so how because how, i you know i've been telling people okay leave your twitch account don't use it just leave, just leave it there and just stream somewhere else don't don't give up the affiliate just don't like do they after x amount of time send you a bill yeah so if you don't, <laughs> i've probably gotten the bill then <laughs> yeah so what happens is um if you've made affiliate if you if people if you read the contract when you signed up after a certain amount of time if you weren't not streaming they would just remove your status and you would have to start the process completely over i think it's like after a year two years if you weren't doing anything like at least a stream because i think it was like x amount of streams a year and it wasn't a huge number. It, it was something small. Um, 
very manageable. But if you didn't do it, then they just remove your status. So what I think happened is with the rise of another challenging streaming platform, Kick, mm-hmm. and people shifting to YouTube, and a lot of people not liking the direction that Twitch is heading, um, a lot of people have been leaving Twitch behind. They're, they're moving on. They're moving to YouTube. They're moving to Kick. They're moving to Trovo. Um, and you know, we've talked about YouTube. Like They, they have their flaws, hmm. but I, I've always felt YouTube is at least more transparent with things and, and consistent. Yeah, the real thing for YouTube is they allow more flexibility with your content. That's honestly what it really is. A lot of the big streamers that left Twitch that went to YouTube said they did so because they can still put out content and not need to be live every single day for hours on end. They can get other things done and still maintain that traffic. And Twitch got rid of that feature. Uh, not yeah, that Twitch, it, was even, it wasn't even close to what YouTube's was, but you could save clips and, and whatnot. Yeah, you could, you know, with your YouTube, you can, you have an entire VOD library. Like, yeah. say you had a low turnout live stream on YouTube. That's fine. That VOD will be there forever. So it could gain traction months from now and be a ticket to success with you while you're still putting out content over time and people start to find you, they can still look at your older content and you can benefit from it via ad revenue, product placement, et cetera. It can still generate you revenue where with Twitch, your videos are there for like maybe seven days, maybe a month. I think if you're a partner, but no one's going in your backlog on Twitch, Twitch is a completely live focused service. So your entire live, it has to be a good turnout when you're live and for it to finally work, you've got to do that every single day for hours on end for even a hope of generating a little bit revenue. And then you got to consider Twitch's monetary split, which is another reason people were leaving. You're putting in the eight hours you built your channel. You're constantly trying to navigate. You're putting out your going lives on your Twitter, on your Instagram. You're doing all of this stuff to bring the traffic to your Twitch page, which is bringing traffic to Twitch. And then you have to be entertaining for hours, eight to to 10 hour live stream. Be entertaining to keep people on Twitch for them to subscribe, to donate X, Y, Z. For Twitch to come along, people cheer, people donate, people, you know, subscribe. You've put in this legwork to generate that revenue on Twitch for your channel, mainly for yourself. So you've done legwork for Twitch to come along and go, okay, so we'll take uh, 50%. For what? What did you do to help me get this traffic? Uh, We provided the platform and the connection for you to stream. And that deserves 50%. If I had two people watching my stream, you you've done nothing to make that audience bigger for me. I had to do this legwork. And then as soon as my audience is worth something, you come across and you say, all right, you got some stuff. Uh, We'll take 50 percent. Yeah, that's something Trovo does. I've noticed Trovo. um, I'm seeing Trovo getting used a lot more by uh, I think it was it was initially for like mobile game gaming, Mm -hmm. but uh, as more like console and pc gamers have started using it i've noticed that they'll after you've accomplished so much stream for x amount um they'll showcase you within i guess reason for them um like on their top page like they'll they'll, it's not perfect but it's a lot more than twitch does like it it showcases you to people and puts you out there for for a little bit yeah and for Twitch, you know, they already come along. They're already saying, hey, we're going to take 50%. We've done nothing really to help you. We let you do the work. We'll come cost, take 50%. But if you leave us, you owe us $25. Now, realistically, your average, your average Twitch streamer is lucky to make $25 in a stream on a good day. Like, 
your average streamer. Um, so for most people, they're going to wind up being stuck because first of all, unless like, you know, if you want to bite the bullet and you just say, screw it, I'll just pay that $25 out of pocket. Cool. Uh, and pay it and you, you know, you're released from your, your affiliation status. Either way, Twitch has set themselves up to make, to make the money. Um, but they know most people are not going to want to pay the money that they've not made to Twitch. I didn't even make $25. Why am I going to pay you $25? Yeah. Like, so they know you got like three groups of people. Those who are just like, screw it. I'll pay the 25. I'm out. Easy day. Then those who are like, well, crap, I'm going to make, I'll, I'll just kind of hang in limbo with my Twitch. I still have to stream, which still brings some traffic to Twitch. And then those who are like, well, if I got to pay $25 to get out, I'm going to at least make that $25 off Twitch to cover it. I'm not just paying that out of my pocket, which still wins for Twitch because you're still going to be on there. You're still going to be doing the streams, bringing them traffic and ad revenue. And which is the other thing. They play all these ads in your channel. And I don't even think I think the ads you get paid for are the ads you play. I don't think you get revenue for the ads that they forcibly put on your channel. I don't think you get revenue for that. Or if you do, it's like a fraction of a cent there. I, I know like way early in the earlier Twitch days when, when the, those, their automatic ads first came out, um, you got, you got something. It was like a very small percentage, but I think they got rid of that a while. I think back. they got rid of that. Yeah. Because you know, now people were actually to, making money off of it. Yeah. And now it's just a way for them to force people to subscribe. And I think the other thing was too, they, they were trying to figure out a way to Twitch has been trying so hard to figure a way on how to interject into people's personal ways of making revenue. A lot of people will say, don't just subscribe to me on Twitch. Just go to my donation link, completely cutting, you know, cutting Twitch out because then Twitch tried to implement this donate button. And I, I forget, I think it fell through because people called them out on it. Like, no, you're not, you're not cutting in on my donations. You're not doing that. Yeah. Um, cause you know, they get somebody donates you a hundred bits. You're only getting 50. They take half of that. Somebody does a $5 subscription. You're only getting two fifty. They take half of that. And then they wanted to ch- jump in on donations. Like, yeah, if they hit our donate button, it'll cause this whole special effects and sada da 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 da. And then we just take a little bit of that. And it's like, no, I earned that donation. You're not coming in and taking half of that for your little measly effect. Like, no. Um, so they've they were starting to get a little bit bitter that people were going, and I guess you could say it's kind of like third party ways of monetize monetizing. They were People were figuring out how to use Twitch without having to pay Twitch per se, but they were making money. They were just telling people, follow me here for free. Subscribe to me here. That's not Twitch. Send your subscription that you're going to give me on Twitch, but send it over to, you know, OF or whatever website I have. Subscribe to me over there. And then they still were making money off Twitch, but they were only using it for the ad revenue. So the ads would play. Sure, people weren't getting around the ads. So they were making the the money off ad revenue, but they weren't having to split their donations. They weren't having to split their subscriptions. People who did decide to subscribe to them, cool. They still got 50% off of that. But there was a huge, the bigger portion of money Twitch was getting cut out of because they were just splitting ad revenue bits and subscriptions with a channel. But you can easily go to this person's channel. You look at their donation bar and they made like $3,000 in a stream. But when you do the math on what they made through Twitch, they might've made like a thousand dollars. So Twitch was like, Oh, we're actually missing out on money. These people are making bank elsewhere by getting around us. So they've always been tweaking their TOS to penalize people now that tried to make money elsewhere. Do they still have, I I've noticed a lot of people don't have that donate button anymore. Yeah. Because there, nobody wants to split that much money with, with Twitch. I think even for partners, like, you know how before it was like, 
partners were kind of sitting a little bit nicer, a little bit cushier. They're even going like with the partners. Cause I think before with the partners, it was 70, 30 more on in the, favor on of the, the partners. On the direct donations. Well, 70, 30 of like all their revenue made through Twitch. I think it was like 70% to the partner, 30% to Twitch. Uh, once you made partner, you got a bigger cut. But I think now it's 50, 50 across the board. If I remember correctly, I think it's 50, 50, no matter what, what statue. I'm, I'm surprised Twitch has lasted this long because it, you know, over the past few years, they keep making the worst moves possible that benefit their, their users and consumers the least. And they keep taking more and more and making honestly just bad, bad calls for their streamers. Yet people keep using Twitch. I was going to say the reason Twitch will keep lasting is because people keep, keep using it. And the content that is on there is definitely to blame. Um, because it's Twitch, Twitch no longer even tries to hide it yeah it's not even it, it twitch you know was for gamers and it that's really all it was for and then once other people realize you could start streaming anything on there uh it's really just turning it's not it's not even like really for gaming as much anymore no it's yeah gaming gaming is its face to keep the crowd there but it's not its main selling point Sure, it's the cover, it's what everyone thinks, but it's not its actual main selling point. So it's why it will continue to thrive. It's why they're able to make all these adjustments because they know that people are still going to gravitate to it. And then there's still people who are thinking that they'll have a chance because, yeah, there is a luck factor and everyone is banking on that. This could be my lucky day. And that's what Twitch is banking on us being hamsters in a wheel. You never know when your chance might come. It could be your turn. That one day you didn't live stream could have been your lucky day. What's a uh, Kix is a, an Australian company, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. I think, I think who it's Kix. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I, I recently saw, I don't remember the, the streamer's name, but someone just got partnered with them for like, it was like a two, like a two million, $200 million deal. Something and see, like that that's part. why people keep going to the live streaming platform because they're all thinking, dang, that could be me. But it's a small, small percent, like less than 5% I'll actually reach that kind of level, that kind of partnership, that kind of, because the one thing that they'll, all the kind, and, and, and I will say there is some validity to what they say, but they don't tell you the rest of the story. They'll always say, be consistent, be consistent, stream every day, be consistent. And that's like, that's like the media having a generic message. It's like, yeah, sure, be con- be consistent, but there's more, there's more to it that they don't tell people. And who knows? They're probably under contractual obligation not to to give the recipe to success, because yeah, if know, everyone knew it, everyone would be va- uh, up for a two hundred million dollar contract deal. The con- <clears throat> these content creators that have been doing this for years, like they put in a lot of work and and stuff and they i think they should especially if their viewership has been consistent and and they're they're bringing in viewers and those Mm -hmm. viewers are bringing in money then they should be paid accordingly Mm -hmm. i mean at the end of the day it is a business however i understand totally absolutely understand why they're all leaving like they're they are putting all this hard work they are making twitch money but more of their money is being taken from their pocket you know, and it's it's no wonder so many of the the biggest uh, streamers have either broke contract or never renewed and went somewhere else. And instead of Twitch doing anything to try to fix the problem or make it better for everybody, they make a change and make it even worse. And then people don't even come back. And then they're just like, "Oh well, we uh, we thought about what you said, uh, but also insert sarcasm. Fuck you. Like they, it, I don't understand it." I now believe that in the case of Twitch, the faces they use to advertise Twitch are not the faces that actually make them the money. Twitch has the shadow, what I'm going to call them the shadow streamers, the streamers that they can't advertise, but that they actually favor because 
Those are the uh, those would be the affiliates who have the potential or should be made partner, but despite their work, are kept at the affiliate status because affiliate to make them partner would mean to pay them more money versus keeping them in the you know keeping that affiliate that brings in four or five hundred views per live session and making Twitch lots of money and not paying that streamer a little better and making them partner or whatever the case and partners not even as you know it's it's not even as uh lucrative as it used to be i mean they've shafted those partners so many times over the past few years power to the ones that continue to stick through it yeah and it sucks because you know for people who that's been their goal the badges back then on all social media platforms meant something you earned a badge on Instagram, it meant something. Twitter, it meant something. Twitch, it meant something. YouTube, it meant something. So you got people for years, sometimes decades, that have been working to this goal to now you get it on Twitch and it's like, yo, we made it. And then you really find out, damn, was it worth it? Now I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere else unless I'm willing to break contract. Yeah, which is why we've talked about before. Um, a little over a year ago, we we had a show, and we talked about how important it is for the con- for content creators to put your stuff on more than one platform, do more than one thing, and branch out. Don't be afraid to branch out because if you stick with just one thing, and your and your goal truly is to be successful, maybe maybe not rich, but just successful, right? Like you just want that to be your full time job, and you want to do well. You can't just stick with Twitch. Twitch. It, the likelihood of you making it on Twitch alone is very small. That's part of the reason why TikTok is so successful. I see, I, I see more people now streaming on TikTok and Trovo and YouTube than I've, than I've ever seen uh, on, on Twitch. And I know so many people that le- have left Twitch for TikTok. And I didn't even know you could live stream on TikTok till recently. And then um, uh, YouTube. I kicks I never heard about until recently. I guess they're pretty, pretty new. They're pretty new, but they're gaining, they're gaining traction. They're definitely gaining traction. So they can't be slept on. Trovo's just complicated, dude. Like, like I like, I like what they're trying to do. I, I think they're, they favor their, their content creators more, but I don't know if you've ever messed with the interface of Trovo, but it is so just overpacked full of information and different things. It's not user-friendly. I think they made it's it very casual like user friendly. Trovo is trying to make sure that people don't turn Trovo into Twitch. So the harder you make it for those types of streamers, it's the best way to enforce it because there was a whole thing. I think like there was an issue, but I think with Trovo when like a mod went into one of those uh, big hot tub streams and, brought up an issue and it was like so much backlash to Trovo and not the streamer themselves that I'm like, that's probably why Trovo makes their interface so complex because their whole, their whole purpose is easy money for minimal effort. So the more effort they have to put in, the less likely those types are going to use your platform because their whole point is least amount of work for the biggest return. And then you, Trovo was the haven for gamers who used to like Twitch, but then Twitch abandoned us. So we're going to put in the effort, you know, your, your, your musicians, your painters, your content creators, your woodworkers, your artists, they want their craft to be taken seriously. They're used to putting in work. So they're going to take the time to learn the interface to get there because it's the same thing with youtube i mean youtube allows everything but guess what you're not going to just thrive in that one realm yeah they have a more complicated algorithm yeah you're not going to just thrive in that one that one realm like with twitch you can just do that and you'll thrive so all the other platforms make the effort a little bit harder so only people that are serious about their craft get you know get on the platform and then can get showcased because trovo if they use an algorithm for showcasing they want to make sure that 
the gamers are showcased. That's what the, that's what it's for. So they want to make sure that the people on their platform are people that they can show showcase to potential advertising partners, possibly. You know, that's stuff that they've got to consider. Who who was is going to want to advertise with us? I always make the joke. This is my final thought. Take with it what you will. I know people probably get up in arms, but I don't really care. All the companies that advertise on Twitch, probably they just pay them the bill. Hey, advertise. Probably have no idea half of the half of where their products are being advertised on. If companies actually paid attention to what kind of contents on Twitch, a lot of them would not want to advertise with Twitch. I think that's what what's saving the face of Twitch right now. Um, despite all their bad decision is the only people that really understand what Twitch really is now and the direction they're going and what, what they're doing are the people that are using Twitch. Everyone looking from the outside inside just sees Twitch and, and, and sees it as just a gaming streaming platform. But yeah, so that's our thoughts on the matter. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about the ring doorbell situation? Do you guys have a smart home? How would you handle being locked out of your house without your permission and knowledge? Um, and if you're a content creator, uh, what platforms do you use? Do you still use Twitch? Do you use Kick, Trovo, YouTube? We'd love to hear from you guys. And speaking of YouTube, don't forget, we will be live this week, this Friday for another Diablo 4 live stream. Um, so don't miss it go check out our youtube channel it will be totally worth it anyway we're out of here you guys have been amazing take care of yourself and each other and we'll catch all of you wonderful people on the next podcast later hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.